This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 294 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to talk about the social media detox benefits. Yes, you heard that right. I said a detox. Don't freak out though. I promise you we're going to really define this and I'm going to wing you into it. I don't expect you to jump into this cold turkey. I understand that your businesses run on this. But as an influencer, a social media detox may seem unreasonable, but when you unearth the benefits of it, you may notice a change in your position. So back in episode 292, which was setting the social media boundaries as a business owner, we talked about the importance of setting boundaries for both your mental health and the health of your family. Today, we're actually going to dive deeper into the benefits of a social media detox. But before we do that, I want you to understand that you get to define the boundaries of the detox. It doesn't have to be a complete detox where you go cold turkey, where there's absolutely no social media at all. You can actually slowly wean yourself from certain platforms and watch your stats to to determine if it is impacting your business. Understanding who your audience is and which platforms they actually use for the content that you produce is important to factor in when determining which platforms to actually start with. So one of the first benefits of a social media detox is better understanding of your ROI on certain platforms. So we know that there's lots of different social media platforms that we use. We use TikTok and Instagram and maybe Twitter and maybe Facebook and maybe Snapchat even. But you have to understand, oh, and I forgot Pinterest, of course. You have to understand the benefits of it. What is the ROI? So when you actually start to think about doing a detox, looking at where your traffic comes from, are you wasting time putting out a tweet and it literally drives no traffic and you get no engagement whatsoever? And that's something that you have to take into consideration. Those are the platforms to potentially stop and have the detox from first. Then I would move on to the more of the platforms where I'm trying to determine if it's tied to my traffic, the engagement that I have. What does that actually look like? Now, if you are a Instagram influencer that is making the bulk of your income coming from sponsored content on Instagram, am I telling you to do a complete detox and like don't post on your social at all? Of course not. You need to be able to look at this as your ROI, but where else are you potentially spending time that isn't beneficial for you? So are you pinning content as that Instagram influencer that's continuing to get majority of the content, but then you're not seeing any traffic coming from your idea pins or from pins in general? Really determining where you're going to be able to start this detox is going to be important for you to better understand where you should and should not be spending your time. For those that have done this in the past, I recently have done this. I've done this a bit with Instagram. I've done this definitely with Facebook and entirely with Pinterest. Now, of course, my business is very different than many of yours. You're not looking for the content that I produce 
necessarily on Pinterest, which is why I tell you that it's really important to determine what type of content your people are looking for. So it gives you that understanding of who they are, which platform they are using, and for the type of content that you actually produce. So sure, maybe your audience is 24-year-old moms and they're on TikTok, and but they're watching videos that are mindless. They're not necessarily going to TikTok to watch a video about how to... DIY um, their floor. Maybe they are, and that's great if they are, and that's where your people are. But you need to determine if that's what they're doing. Are they actually using the platform that way? And if they're not, then your content may not be the best fit for it. So taking that detox, starting with those platforms is important. The other thing that you're going to notice, another benefit, is that you will have improved focus. You are not going to be flitting around like a butterfly or like a squirrel, as many of us like to say, chasing after one idea after the other or chasing after, I need to post this. Oh, I got a comment over here. Oh, I did this over here. Are the little things that are distracting you from social media actually hurting your business in the long run because it's taking you a lot longer to do certain things. It also it will improve focus in the way in which some of us really drag our feet when it comes to creating content for social media. When it comes to creating those beautiful photos or creating a reel or whatever it is, could your time be better spent creating content that your people are going to consume on those particular platforms. Maybe it's your blog, maybe it's a podcast, whatever that might look like, even email for that matter. So improved focus is definitely going to be a benefit. The other benefit that I have heard more and more people talk about, and I have noticed this, of course, myself when I did my detox, was that I'm less triggered you're less triggered because you're not being constantly infused with new information. Whether that is a sponsored post that is coming in from a brand on Facebook that now all of a sudden you're seeing a new weight loss program that could potentially be a great idea for you. And well, you really weren't even thinking about that, but now it's been forced into your brain. Or whether you're, again, doing that whole comparison, going back and forth and seeing others with their beautiful home and their wonderful, well-behaved kids in their clean house. Is that triggering you? Is it making you less have less peace in your own home? When we're so worried about others and we get triggered, we're easier to take out our frustration with our families, with our kids, with our husbands, with our significant other, with our partners. So if you are less triggered, you are more likely to have the focus that you need to have to continue to move your business forward, to stop comparing yourself to everyone else and seeing who has worked with what sponsor and who has how much traffic and what are they ranking for. But more importantly, you're going to have a happier home, which can very much, of course, then make your business continue to do well because you're in a really good place. So thinking about what these social media detox benefits I'm starting you with because we're going to talk about how to actually do a social media detox. Now, for some of us, we may just say, hmm, I'm done with Pinterest. It's not driving any traffic. That is absolutely what I did for my business. I am not going to tell you that you need to do that for yours, though. Instead, we may find a way 
in the upcoming episode where you can have someone else taking over that side of Pinterest or taking over Instagram or taking over TikTok. We're going to look at different ways that we can actually put a social media detox into place and how we can actually do that. All right, you guys, as always, I appreciate you all so much for listening in. If you haven't already taken advantage of the content marketing audit that I am doing, all you have to do is leave a rating review and on your favorite podcasting app. Send me a screenshot at Jenny underscore Melrose on Instagram, and I will do that content marketing audit for free. It is a 97 value. So if you haven't taken advantage of it, please make sure that you do. All right, you guys, until next time, I will see you all then. 